0: What's tea, you, all I know some of you are out there right now having a hard time, having problems in your relationships, having trouble with life, or maybe you're on social media swiping and swiping thinking, why can't that be me? Why can't I do that? Well, I'm here to let you know that you can. This is Create Your Own Story with Terrell Garnett, where we not only help you create your own story, but we let you tell yours too. Let's get into it, y'all. y'all back with another podcast and again this is what i forgot to tell you i knew there was something else but you i think you've listened to the podcast i don't introduce anybody i allow you to introduce yourself so go ahead and introduce yourself
1: hi uh my name is michael Grapesby. um i'm from ventura california also raised in annapolis maryland uh i'm a singer songwriter photographer and videographer and i'm only 21
0: does it all does it all So, tell us a little bit about, uh, like, I mean, because I'm from Ventura County. I don't like to say that. Who wants to admit that? Some people are proud of it, like Super Duper Kyle, whatever his name is. Um, No shade to Kyle and no shade to Ventura County. Um, But I don't think I've ever seen you. I don't know. Have you ever seen me before?
1: (laughs) No, no, you straight. Um, So, um, my, uh, one of my good friends is actually his uh, brother-in-law. I went to school with Kyle's brother-in-law that's kind oh, of funny cool. but, uh, no I actually have not seen you around um that's funny but like I think how old are you too old to...
0: <laughs> how old do I look <laughs>
1: like 23 24 we don't take that
0: I'm not 23
1: I'm 33 oh my uh, see, I see don't even...
0: crack unless you on crack I'm telling you <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't even guess that to be yeah, honest with you I look young it's a blessing and a curse yeah no <laughs> people, people say it's Not a blessing
0: because like, you look young yeah but like girls that are my age that i would be wanting to date think that i'm a kid or you don't know, think that i'm young so it doesn't really work out but hey no girl no
1: cry yeah <laughs> well no but like age don't mean nothing nowadays look at like little duval That's little duval look like at our kelly
0: it still means something look at our kelly
1: well, no, look do you with platinum at, like, what, 60? Oh, you're talking about, like,
0: that. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That's true. Yeah, yeah. Um, you can get it from the age of 16 or even if you're in your 50s. Like, you know, things <laughs> things are happening. Wait. Not get it like that. I mean, like, get out and get your dreams. I'm not saying get it like that. I'm not no R. Kelly car. Because <laughs> uh, somebody was going to take that and run with it. Like, it was going to happen with year, it. years later, you know? <laughs> So let me just clarify, but no, I feel like yeah, no matter but, what age you are, if you are determined and you have a good drive and a good support team too, behind you, a support system, then you can do anything that your, your mind sets set yourself to. And even if you don't have a support system, you can still get out there and get it.
1: Yeah, no, seriously. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, I would have never guessed. I really would have never guessed. So
0: you said that you had moved to
1: Maryland or you went to Maryland. You were in Maryland. Yeah. So, B&B. um, so I grew up in Ventura and, um, around sophomore year of high school um, my dad actually lived out there my mom lives here they were divorced and um, my dad's originally from the east coast so um, he moved back after they split when I was like nine this is now me at 17 16 actually right there in high school Um, So
0: sorry to interrupt I have a question so how did that that affect you your dad moving away
1: uh it didn't affect me too much because I'd go see him every summer I'd fly over there every summer. Like, I was really close to my mom, was never really, like, I mean, I'm close to my dad, but, like, my, my dad knows I'm way closer to my mom because, like, <laughs> I've lived with my mom almost all my life. I only lived out there for, like, three years, but it wasn't hard on me at all because my mom was a very supportive mom. She was always there for me no matter what, and um, she's kick-ass. She's mom and dad, you know?
0: Excellent. Uh, Shout-out to the single mothers.
1: Yeah. That's
0: cool. That's cool. So how did you get into to music and... How did you know that's
1: something that you wanted to do? um, I used to sing in the pews at church. And singing in the pews at church really inspired me to just keep going. And um, it made me go to church more. And um, I could sing as loud as I want without anybody looking at me or saying nothing because you're in church, you know? (laughs) True. So um, learning gospel music was different because of all these, like, new Christian songs are really catchy. They're not what it used to be, you know? Yeah, you got stuff and from a Kurt. Shout out to, name. like, um, Hillsong and All yeah. Daughters and Sons and just, like, little groups like that. Like, when you're, when you're open enough to, like, look at different music like that, you get more knowledge and, like, you know? Yeah, so up. not a lot of people look at gospel music because, I don't know, it's just I, I don't see my homies playing it. I don't yeah. see, you know, my friends playing it, but... Yeah, that's what really got me in the music, and then um, I met my producer, and he really took me on as an artist. His name Tyro um, pushed me to go further and further with my music, and that's where I'm at now.
0: What do you think the most the the cha- most challenging part is about
1: pursuing your dreams? Um, funding. Um, just funding without signing my life away. I feel that it happens to far too many people (laughs) i I know to be honest like yeah i have a nine to five but like man you can't be paying for these million dollar videos million dollar studio sessions like i really have to go out there and grind with my photography to just get free sessions or cheaper sessions yeah just like networking just doing the game you know
0: that's that's all you that's all you can do how do you get into photography
1: My grandpa was a photographer and he died of cancer a couple of years back Um, when I was supposed to be going out to Alaska with him to uh, take photography because that was his thing. He was all into cameras and he would shoot birds and all that. Uh, He taught me how to use the camera and taught me how to like find my photography eye, you could call Mm -hmm. it. So I really got into that just shooting photos and with all different types of people. And then kind of incorporate in the music because without that lens these artists can't be nothing like you can't be i mean you can you got a voice but like people got to see you yeah and today's
0: generation back in the day was a whole nother thing like you didn't have to be seen they didn't they didn't want to see you at all they wanted to hear you but now everything's about appearance and and all that and how social media is a big factor Yeah. yeah So just to get into your business a little bit, or let me, let me rewind a little bit. So how has the pandemic affected you in this last year and everything you are doing, whether it be with music or photography, how is it, a? have you had any setbacks or. The pandemic
1: just boosted everything. It stopped all these big people. It, it made everybody stop in one place and everybody just stopped. And when it let me catch up as an artist. It really let me, like, go past everybody because everybody stopped. And I was like, forget that. I'm going to put my foot on the pedal, you know? I
0: feel that.
1: I I was out there in L.A. when nobody was down. I was out there grinding, getting in all these big studios with all these big artists and just being able to work with them, being that nobody in the room. um, People just think I'm a photographer, but I'm really in there just to push my music. (laughs) You know, I'm a singer. People don't get to get in those situations with those type of people as an artist. It's really hard unless you really got it. Like, don't get me wrong. I got something, but I'm not known. I ain't no Drake. But like, if I'm in that room and I'm the photographer, I'm going to get you some really nice photos and you're going to like them later and you're going to hit me back. So the pandemic really helped me get into those studios because uh, everybody stopped because either they were sick or they had problems. But that was my little entrance.
0: Yeah, I feel that. I think that the relationships that i built in the music industry when I was a really a part of it um literally it was because I was a fan like I have a an eye for talent I think um and there was just certain artists um that um I was like they're gonna be big and I, and I know it and I would just hit them I'm like oh if you need anything not that I could really do much but whatever I can do I'm going to try to help you on your journey and it really um a like, for instance, K Michelle, who we're not we don't talk no more, but we used to be really close. And I uh met her via Twitter. Um, like, I, she had posted this song and she was singing on a piano, and I thought it was just so it was real, it was you know, the, the music was you know, real about what's going on in life. So I was just like, you know, what, let me repost this, tell people. And she noticed that and she uh DM me and asked me for my number. And we built a friendship off of that. And, and just that alone, I was able to meet certain people and then other artists that I've met, such as my friend Tamero Sky and stuff like that. And they have relationships with other people. And I've gotten to be in rooms that most people don't get to be yeah. in. Um, and it all stemmed from a, being a fan. And then from there, once you're in those rooms, you got to let your personality shine and let you know whatever you, you're good at shine. So it speaks for itself. So I think... I believe, like now, I'm on the like okay. I've done so much for so many different people in this industry. Now it's time for me to ask you for a favor. <laughs> so you know, like, oh, do you mind going on the podcast? Like, you know,
1: I know how it be. Yeah. Like, um, I I be in situations where I'm like, yeah, I've been doing all these photos for you now. Like, can I get a feature? Like, yeah. <laughs> you know, hop on this song for me. Do some backups. You know, get my visual something. Mm-hmm. You know. I'd be talking to you on the daily basis, but like I need you, you know.
0: Yeah, and it's been it's been good for me just to get people on the podcast because they have nothing to lose. Like yeah. they can come on here and they actually have something to gain because they can promote whatever they want to promote or just you know spit some facts out to somebody or something or whatever. So it's been it's been a blessing.
1: And um, I'm just yeah, trying to what I love about your podcast. It's amazing giving these people their own voice. Like yes. not everybody has that option or that, that opportunity, especially in this like crazy game. So yeah, yeah. respect to you. I, appreciate, I
0: appreciate that. that. I um, started this again, like we were talking about the pandemic and it really just uh, really opened up some something in me. And I was just like, OK, so when I first started it out, I was just talking about um, pop culture and stuff. And as that is still a part of me, I'm going to put some of that in season two on bonus episodes here and there. But um, I was like, I noticed that there was something like a, a void missing and I felt like so many people have stories that they want to tell or people talk mess about people and then like you hear something about somebody and it's not necessarily the truth or it ain't the truth at all.
1: No, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: So it's like it's a place for a platform for people can tell what they've been through. So with that being said, what is something that you, you, how would I put this, that has changed you? Like, what what would you say one of your defining moments is in your life?
1: Um, a defining moment for me would be. uh, So like, uh, I turned. So my sister, um, my sister, she's she's facing a life sentence right now.
0: I'm sorry to hear
1: that. And um, probably turning away from her and stopping talking to her. If you want me to be honest with you, um, she was number one most wanted in Ventura County at one point. She's she's done ton. Like I don't need to sit here and list her crimes. You know, you can you can look that up yourself. I'm not but like idea. she if somebody she is the, that's listening. Well, she she be doing she did do wild stuff, you know, mm-hmm. and um, it. I, I couldn't go around her. I couldn't be affiliated with my sister. I would go try and talk to her every time. Like it would always be like police interaction or like, it would just get me caught, like get me in trouble. Like I didn't want to, I didn't want to associate. And I like, I love my sister to death, but like this year I had to just stop talking to her. Like, cause I went to go pick her up at the end of last year from prison all the way out there in Chilla. She got finished serving uh, four years. And she told me that was it. Like, I'm not going back. And then a week later, there she go again, back in jail.
0: Yeah, I feel that uh, people that are in the system, like, for so long, that's really all they know. Yeah. So as much as they may want to change and as much as they may not want to go back to, you know, doing that, um, it's like they, they know nothing else but to to commit the crime or to do this. Um yeah. And it's it can be like addicting in a sense, you know. And that's why most yeah. people that go to jail, like for crimes and stuff, not like little crimes, but like you know that are in there for a while. Sometimes they, they perp Sometimes people purp. They purposely do stuff just so they can go back because it's it, being in the real world is too hard for them now. Too many yeah, temptations. No, appreciate- too many struggles.
1: Yeah. No, I I feel you. It just yeah. No, you're right people people feel like they could just fall back on that because that's what they know and that's where they're comfortable so that can make sense it's just like I learned this year my turning point was that if I break off from her like I felt like it was a it was a burden on me to was, break off from her
0: or that I was like
1: trying to help my sister she went to rehab so many times and like you help 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 so much until you just like it's like you're losing more than you're gaining at one point. You know I what I
0: mean? That. I, I want to actually play this um, record. It's not yours. We're going to get into your music to, so, soon. Go ahead, but go I, ahead. I heard this song today and I, it was a live version um, from Samo. I've had Samoa on the podcast before. Um, but I'm actually going to play the whole thing and I usually don't play the whole songs um, because I feel like you can get a lot out of this right now in this moment and anybody listening. Um, the song is called Let You Go and it's something that I personally had to do and I was really thinking about it today because I was like oh Dan I miss my my one of my old friends and then like I'm like I heard this and I'm like yep it doesn't matter if I miss that person because I had to let you go for me to be free from all of that it's unnecessary anxiety or unnecessary uncertainty or feeling that was on me and since I did that like I'm flourishing, you know? And it's sad to but say. It it's sad to say, but, like, I mean, it happens sometimes. So I'm going to play this record, and then we can talk some more.
2: Okay. All right, I love you. You got to come down to visit us down in Clayton now. We got to see the house now. I so. am. I'm going to come after I leave Virginia. Okay, then.
0: It's okay if you start
2: You said call me if I ever need you. Well, I don't really wanna leave you, but we both know what's best for us, and what we know we have to trust. This is love. This is not For us and what we know we have to trust.
0: though <laughs> damn yeah but i felt i don't know it was just very suiting to, to his voice oh um... i love And <sighs> i tell you he's that song alone has helped me out a lot um through 20 2019 to 2020 um but i heard it again today and he was singing that was live he was singing live and um yeah but i felt like what you were talking about and letting somebody go like you know you don't want to but you that have
1: to dang dang see how life works Whoa, yeah I was like I felt that one I'm not gonna lie yeah (laughs) I felt it
0: that day too I was just like dang and it just reminded me like why I let that person go like you know you may not want to let somebody go whether it be a family member in your case a friend or a relationship or something but he says like in the song he's uh this is love but this ain't love. Like, I love you, but what we're experiencing isn't love. So, you know, I had to let you go, and just even at the end, no problem, just the end, the the repress, that he was uh, basically preaching in the song or whatever towards the end or whatever, and he was just saying, you know, like, whatever you're dealing with, you know, whether whether it's even a person or not a person, just the things that you're dealing with, you know, just let it go. Yeah. So now that we've had a little bit of church.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: Amen. <laughs> um, so
0: I'm just going to lighten the mood up a little bit. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Um, so if you could listen to only one album for the rest of your life, what would it be?
1: Coloring book by Chance the Rapper.
0: Yeah, that was quick. You already know. I'm not, a, like, I like Chance the Rapper. I like him as a person. His music's decent. But I don't know. I just can't really get into him the way that I I feel like I should. <laughs>
1: I grew up in the church, man, and, like, I wasn't forced into the church. I found the church on my own in middle school when I was when my sister was really going through jail in hard times. I found the church on my own. I found a community. I didn't find God. I found community before God. Um, I love gospel music, but my friends didn't. And then when Coloring Book dropped, and that was a gospel album, mm-hmm. and fools were like, this is hard, da-da-da-da-da, I was like, where are y'all at? Yeah i've been listening to like lecrae or like uh, stuff like that like don't don't make you think that's just all i listen to is yeah. christian music but like growing up like you know so when i saw chance the rapper like dissect the hip-hop rap album and his like i love that man's voice like i don't know something about chance the rapper really always just like pulled me away from everything all the it's because it's real music at the end of the day
0: that's so funny that you talk about church and, and, uh, and um, middle school and stuff, I was heavily into church, um, excuse me, um, during middle school and, and all through high school, um, and then a little bit after high school. Um, the community I had was good, mm-hmm. until it wasn't anymore. <laughs> but people do make mistakes. I have a podcast that I'm going to be airing soon with somebody about church hurt. Um, But um, no, just the similarities. Like, I love gospel music. It's probably the music I listen to the most. I even have a gospel playlist that you anybody can go listen to on Spotify or Apple Music. It's called Terrell Garnett Presents WAP, Worship and Praise. Like, I did. We'll check it out. I'll yeah, please you. do. I handpicked those songs and not just even handpicked them, I put them in a precise order of how I wanted them to. And I think I'm going to do a deluxe. Um, So, the no. deluxe will be out. Right now, when people are listening to this podcast, <laughs> no. um, but no, no, like it, I feel that when you have faith, um, it, it gets you by. Yeah. Then, for people that don't necessarily have faith, like my faith, and I've had this conversation with somebody before, but my faith has got me to places that nothing else could have. I could agree with you 100%. So my favorite question, and since you probably listened to the podcast before, you already know this one, I ask everybody this question, is if you had 10 minutes with God, what would be the one thing she would ask him? Um,
1: um. I just ask him to uh, speak to my, my dead relatives. That's it. Mm. I just want to speak to the ones that have passed i didn't always get to say the as many words as i wanted to mm-hmm. or didn't have the time so that'd be something i asked i guess i could say so what would you is do that doing? is that considered an answer yeah, did i answer yeah, that?
0: that that's good what would you what, what are you doing differently now than to the people that here that are here on earth say again so you would want to speak to your dead relatives or dead you know yeah to be able to say either say something that you didn't get to say or just to have conversations
1: So I had like, I had trips planned and like there's a lot of questions I wanted to ask like say my grandfather per se, like he was like, he was in the secret service and everything. And he died suddenly from stage four cancer that they caught at like the last moment. He just like, he stopped talking. It wasn't like he was dead. He just like, he he lost the ability to speak and then he died. It was so sudden and like, I feel like I didn't get to ask him every question I wanted to about my family because my family history is insane. And like learning, like he was the one who taught me a little bit about it. And then when I really wanted to get invested in it, he was gone. Sorry to hear that.
0: So my question is for the people that are here, that are here now, left on Earth, are you leaving things unsaid? Are you leaving questions unanswered? Asked? Are you-
1: Never. Nah. If if anybody wants to come talk to me, anybody who has any differences with me or whatever, I'm I'm here to talk. I'm all about love and peace, you know. I love so. that. I love that. So, but if someone wants to get crazy, no I'm kidding.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, tell us about something. This is a little personal, but what what are things that make you insecure?
1: Uh, insecure. Mm. When I was younger, it was really my weight. My weight was one of the biggest things. Younger. And like, I thought girls wouldn't talk to me, girls didn't like me and blah, blah, blah. And then like, I turned 18 and I was like, it's the opposite of the way around. I'm just more goofier and funny. (laughs) But like, I'd say my insecurities growing up were my weight nowadays. um, I guess it's what people are going to think of my music because I'm not no like rapper. I'm not no like juice world because that's turned into the new wave. i'm not dissing juice world i love juice world but everybody was trying to copy his flow style music yeah 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 it's different i'm tired of hearing the same music every day
0: i feel that so would you go down the route of being a gospel artist or
1: no um i'd be willing to make a gospel album i'd be I'm, i'm definitely willing to do that but that would not be my strong suit because of the people i affiliate with it wouldn't feel
0: right to me. Why not though? Like just because you think about the the Lord doesn't mean that you can't hang out with people that don't, you know. Like so yeah, for I instance, that, but so like for instance, with the dude that I played Samo, like his music, like some songs. If you listen to his album, some songs are like like gospel. They're really about God or whatever and healing and helping somebody. And then the next track is like fuck these niggas. Like so, yeah, like yeah, no, like you don't have to be put in a box is what I'm saying. So just if you, I don't know what your album sounds like, but don't put yourself in a that. box. Like, you know, like you're who you are. If you like gospel music on Thursday, but you might not want to listen to it on Friday, you know, like if you're like that, there's so many other people in the world that are, that are like that. And I'm not trying to sway you into doing, you know, you no, do you. I like, but I like
1: what you're saying. I, yeah, like, what you're, but like, I like what you're preaching. Yeah. <laughs> just
0: like, um, like, have you heard Michelle Williams' last gospel album? Watch. Well, I'm not gonna play the whole song. I just want to play this one record. Please do. Please um, do. And and you can't tell me this song don't make you want to twerk. Like, <laughs> I remember I messaged her and I was just like, uh, "This song makes me want to twerk," and she was like, "As long as it's in the name of in the name of the Lord." Oh my god. The song's called Yes, but listen to it.
1: But like, yeah, like,
0: like, and so when people are like, that could probably be played at the club. And people are not even going to be th- paying attention if you can dance to it or if you can, if it's a vibe. You know, like, j- like, that's why I like Samo so much because his songs, like, one of the best songs that I love it's called Apologies, He's cussing throughout the whole song. And then towards the end of the song, it, he brings it to the lord so it like it tells a story like his girl messed with his best friend and he's all like you know it's not worth my you're not a apology not your apology not good enough for me kind of thing and then he goes towards the end of the song the song's like seven minutes and he's like lord like the next people that come into my life make sure that they come from you and so he like it's like a full circle type thing or whatever but it's not like you know all all i'm saying is don't put yourself in a box and if the people that you are hanging around are are not affiliated with that, so you feel that you can't do something that you may or may not want to do, then you're probably hanging around the wrong people.
1: <laughs> I, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. I'm gonna take, I'm gonna take what you're saying wrong with it. How about, yeah, I mean, you I'll don't got to put out a whole gospel album. Don't for I'm you. That. I'm, i will make a, I'll make a special gospel track. How about that? <laughs> All right, thank you.
0: But uh before we continue, let's play one of your songs. Um, sure. So this one is called hate um yeah tell us a little bit about it before i I play it
1: um i feel like i wrote this based off of uh how my dad left yeah so i gotta say
0: okay well let's get into it
3: Should've known me better than that, A Life thrown at me, but I had a bad, ache. Key to your heart left it under your mat. All those jackets, yeah, I'ma need those back. Wish I could've wore them on my cold back. That I had to carry all your slack. Wish you knew the pain you put me through, shit. Here we go again, seeing purple and blue. Sometimes I wish I never knew you. Here we go again, seeing purple and blue. Yeah. Never gonna work, baby You'll never own me Yeah, yeah I love me too, that might hurt you Fuck, it's always about you I'm starting to hate you I'm starting to hate you We hop in a vibe But it feels you ain't keeping up And I say I give 4% But you say I keep switching up Cause you want all my time Feels but you
0: Okay, so now you know I got some questions. Because earlier in the podcast, <laughs> when I asked you how, how was it going up with your dad, and you were like, that was I was cool, I was cool. But this tells a completely different story.
1: Well, this is years ago, I guess. Like, I'm starting my music based off of the beginning of my life to the where I'm at okay. now, because I got to catch up, that makes sense. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. That,
0: that definitely does make sense. So you did go through some things with him leaving was it more so about if i can ask about the divorce or more so about him
1: moving out of state it was just him leaving like and like i didn't have the best community i mean like i felt like i called my dad more than my dad would call me and like i would go just see him every summer you know what i mean it was like it was like if i was going off the camp but i was just going to see my dad
0: (laughs) i feel that like my father's never really been in my life and i um remember telling him like it don't matter how old I get
1: you were supposed
0: to put in the effort to make a relationship I shouldn't have to try to make an effort to have a relationship with you because if that's the case then you're just doing it because I'm trying to not because well I mean I could be wrong but because you're trying to not because I really want you know not because you really want to do it and the last conversation I had, I was like, well, you you can't be my father. You're never going to be my father, and, you know. But, you know, maybe we can build a relationship, be friends. Like, you know, I'm open to that. Yeah. I mean, like. I don't know if he listens I, to the podcast, but if he does, he's still. No,
1: I that. have. No, no, I've keep in. I'm just saying, like, my relationship with my dad is, like, I love my dad. My dad loves me. I know it. My dad's just not the best dad. <laughs> yeah, he could tell that. me whatever he wants. And I love him. I love him to death and um
0: have you had this dialogue with him
1: yeah I've talked to him I've talked like I haven't talked to him that deep into me telling him like that but he knows what's good like I've told him like
0: you'd be surprised
1: yeah he knows what's good at the end of the day like I love my dad because he made my little sister you know what I mean he's it's more than that you know what I mean I do anything for my dad and I know my dad would do anything for me but he's just not the dad I guess I want or I'm looking for and at the end of the day
0: sometimes. And you can't... You, you don't think that you can try to build that, that type of relationship?
1: Yeah, that hole can't be
0: filled. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry.
1: I, know, okay. I mean, I know it's how it fine. feels. Don't get me wrong. It's I just it I'm too old now. You know what I mean?
0: And that's exactly what I was saying. But, I mean, that doesn't mean that you, you can't... You guys. That doesn't mean that you guys still can't have a, a better relationship.
1: Yeah, I've tried. You know, it's just... I got to do my own thing at this point. I feel that. Well, I'm Because so if, I, if I slow down and go in the past with that, it just slowed me down. Have you, have <laughs> you,
0: ha, I don't know if you've listened to my podcast that I did with my bro Romeo um, in regards to, um, I don't know what the podcast is called, um, Fatherless <laughs> yeah. Sons. That's what the okay. podcast is called. If you haven't mm-hmm. listened to it, anybody that's listened to it hasn't listened to go listen to that. It's on season one and it's called Fatherless Sons. And we basically, talk about how our experiences of not having our fathers in our lives and stuff but um i don't know i don't remember what i said on there so you may get something out of that um no you're good No, i released that on my birthday or the day before my birthday um i announced it was coming my dad didn't hit me up for my birthday so i said oh he must have got wind (laughs) of the podcast
1: uh, my dad hasn't
0: sent me a gift in the past like four years so dad's never sent me a gift so yeah. Yeah, i, I, I take that it? back. Yeah. i take that back he did send me something like two or three years ago because i said you ain't ever sent me anything not that i'm looking for a gift
1: well, well my stepmom don't get do my stepmom awesome amazing was always on it don't let me dub my dad because my dad was always working i mean like he could have put more effort in but he was working and like, that's concept, yeah like, that's something but still that's not an excuse yeah anyways let's get back to topic stepmom is amazing so your dad knows Taylor. how to pick them then yeah but they're divorcing right now so. oh <laughs> i'm sorry you don't, he just do not know how to keep them <laughs> i know how to keep it real you know so I all i gotta that. say is um i love my dad at the end of the day but uh do better
0: <laughs> yeah you think he'll listen to this
1: no if, if you sent
0: it to him and told him to listen to it you don't think he would
1: he would. If I sent it to him and told him to, he
0: would, but Maybe I ain't got you, time for that. Yeah, you It says I'ma send you the link. All you gotta do is send it to him. You have time to do that. When you're taking a shit, I'm pretty sure you take your phone in the bathroom with you. So don't, I do. don't see. So I, I I want you to send this to him because it may open up some type of dialogue. You know, he may not know how you really feel, or you know, it may not change anything, but it might. All right. Yeah, you, you have nothing All to right.
1: lose. You know what? there's nothing worth a try
0: exactly you know um but yeah so that's that um
1: you say you talk so i'm here to talk you yes know? <laughs> yes
0: i appreciate it though um so what um what do you feel that your music's really based off of you said that it's um, your your story from like the beginning to now
1: like me, well music's been off of my like I normally talk about girls and love in my music, but um, what it's turning into is, I guess, refining my roots. Because um, what's different about me and a lot of people here in Ventura, um, I'm mixed, but like do mix people with? don't know that because I look white as hell.
0: What do you mix with?
1: Black. Oh,
0: so you're a Negro.
1: No, i was kidding. So, so my, is your dad yeah, black? My, so my great aunt and uncle are the first interracial couple legally married in the U.S., known as the Lovings. I, know the lo- I don't
0: know the lovings, but I, yeah. I you know, I,
1: I, there's a movie about stuff. them on Showtime and my grandma's in it and blah, 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 oh, whatever. A show
0: about it on Showtime?
1: Yeah. Oh, so there's a movie. There's a movie. Pause. Wait, there's is your me. dad black? Yes, he is. Oh, no wonder he's not in your life. No, I'm just kidding. I'm that sorry. Was, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> no, you're not. You know, it's true. Don't play <laughs> me like that. You know. like,
0: no, no, shout out there for all of the fathers that are in their kids' lives and the black fathers that are in their kids' life. I do know a lot. Now, um, y'all
1: lucky
0: yeah <laughs> but um yeah I know, I've, I've heard about the the lovings i've like researched that i actually have that they have the day it passed like was it june or july um interracial um, couple day or something like that
1: yeah they have national loving yeah day. yeah they, yes they, they'll meet up or whatever but like they're not together I mean, no more i see the family um i would see them every christmas um because i'm not a personally a loving that's just my great aunt and uncle. My last names obviously changed the marriage. But, yeah, but still, that's um, my you grandpa.
0: This, you know, like you, you're part of history,
1: whether yeah. you're not. You know, you still are. So when I was telling you about my grandpa earlier, so my grandpa is actually buried right next to them, like a grave over on your dad's
0: side or your mom's side. We own
1: the property and all that stuff out there.
0: Is that a, your grandfather on your dad's side or your mom's side?
1: Uh, my dad's side. Okay. So this is all my dad's side. So um my grandpa's buried right next to them, and. When I started learning about my, my roots and my history more, my grandpa passed away. Mm. So I was only able to learn so much. And he was so dedicated to our family history. He found that we come from a group of freed slaves from Tennessee in the year 1700.
0: That's that's freaking amazing. I don't really know that much about my my heritage because my mom doesn't really know anything. And then my dad, like he doesn't know who his real father is. Um, and for the longest time, I just thought that cause I'm lighter than, I mean, my dad's really, really light. Like he's lighter than me. I don't think that I'm light skinned, but uh, dark skinned people call me light skinned. <laughs> You're light skinned. Um, but I don't, I don't feel that I'm light skinned. I feel that I'm fair skinned. Like, you know. No, no, like, I agree with you. I agree yeah. with
1: you. So, um. But you got a light skin attitude. to. <laughs> don't Damn. play me don't play me it's I'm little bougie in me i guess <laughs> but
0: that's funny no one's okay, man, ever like told me then, that right
1: you guys no, with the hands the smooth hands <laughs>
0: uh, even the picture you see <laughs> but um <laughs> that's funny
1: like look at the picture look at your yeah. picture don't play with me
0: you're like, hey, girl. Hey, yo. That's What's funny. Doing? I'm definitely not like that, though. Like, I'm not no womanizer. Like, you know, like I focus on... Like, I rarely even talk to girls because I'm so focused on what I need to get done. Respect. Um, and, like, you know, if I'm not where I want to be, then I'm not even going to entertain it. Um, yeah. cause it, it. Not that it's going to be a waste of time because I don't believe really anything is a waste of time because everything's a learning experience. But uh I, why would i want something to to uh what's the word mm, distract me and you never know that you're distracted until after you've been distracted
1: i know yeah i know <laughs> um but i'm in a three-year relationship so let me <laughs> let me uh let me just say that before i get in trouble with my girlfriend. yeah i
0: literally just had podcasts with uh guys and girls about relationships do you find yeah. that, well, before I get into that, what I was going to say about the whole race thing is that I thought my dad was part white because he didn't know his dad. But um, when I did the DNA test, the what was it, DNA, Ancestry.com, yeah. um, everybody should do that. I feel like, you know, you can find out more stuff. But um, um yeah, and there's not, there's no white in me. <laughs> so I was really surprised. So when people say that black people come in all different shades, like they really are telling the truth. Um, and then most of my lineage is from um, from um, Nigeria, so that was pretty cool.
1: Yeah, m- mine too. Uh, maybe we're related. That's crazy. <laughs> I know we're, we're my cousin right here.
0: <laughs> um, but um, in regards to the relationships that I was getting going to get into, do you find that it's harder with social media now than it than it would have been? I mean, you grew up in a day and age where it's, it's just social media, but I mean, I know you've heard stories of with your fr- your family or your parents or whatever how before it was i mean media. my friends and
1: family hell yeah it's, it's tough but i my girlfriend's a, like i got lucky with my girlfriend she's an amazing woman and um social media has never been a problem in our relationship we have trust i mean like she has my account i have her account i don't believe in that, that that was not off of like argument or like it was just off of like i'd be out in la every night i be hanging around so many different people. I don't blame her to want my account or have it. I do. Because in this day and age, I know how people be. I ain't fucking stupid.
0: <laughs> this is true. This is true. But the reason why I, I'm personally against that and being a certified, you see that life coach. Um, I don't necessarily believe in it just because it like people think like, oh, I want it, you know, so I can trust you and everything like that. But if you trusted me, you wouldn't need it. Like, so that eliminates the trust. Like you really don't trust me, because you have it. And then if she feels the need to check it, or if you feel the need to check hers at any point, that means that you're there's something going in you that's not leading you to trust. Mm-hmm. Um. So having it fine, but she, if by now she probably shouldn't, you know, need. To go okay, but okay,
1: but no, no but I know you're gonna hate me for saying it this way, but let me put it this way. Go ahead. Let's say a person in your past cheated on you,
0: okay? But the person that you're and with that was now, your first relationship, but the person that you're with now shouldn't be, should not should not have to pay for what the other person did. I give you that,
1: all right. Hey, you he nipped that in the butt real <laughs> yeah.
0: quick, <laughs> yeah. Definitely, should definitely should not have to pay for what you know. I mean, it happens, it, we're We're humans, um. And, you know, you dated the wrong person before, she dated the wrong person before. But, you again, you shouldn't have to pay or they shouldn't have to pay for past mistakes for somebody else.
1: Yeah. Um.
0: But, I mean, you said your girlfriend's an angel, so I'll believe that.
1: No, my girlfriend, she's kick-ass awesome. She's getting her master's right now at San Diego State. Oh, so. That's awesome. Master's in what? Uh, Spanish. Oh,
0: okay. What does she want to do?
1: Uh, She was looking to being a professor right now.
0: Oh, that's awesome. Many more yeah, teachers she's, and you know, she's on her shit. So do you find that it being in the music industry where people are going to, once you get out there, people are really going to be throwing themselves at you and stuff. And uh, let's say you get signed to a major label, like most major labels, they don't necessarily want you to say that you're in a relationship. Granted, now things are changing because we see all of these uh, celebrity women, celebrities. And I'm like, um, like Jada, granted, I think Jada's beautiful. That's a little baby's ex. Um, but I'm like, what the fuck she do? <laughs> like, what what are they doing? And there's like Ari. Ari's had too much plastic surgery, and I'm here. If you want to fix it, nip it, and tuck it, go ahead and do that. But she's starting to look like a chipmunk. Um <laughs> And and she was a beautiful girl. I don't feel like she needed the work. But I mean, it's not me. who am I to say what you need to get done? But what i'm saying is like what what do you what are they doing so now these girls are getting more famous than the people that are actually out here grinding and hustling like little baby and stuff like he like not granted little baby's one of the biggest rappers in the world right now but like we're talking about her not him Re- really? like realistic like she's getting posted more than him you know than him just you know for walking around in short shorts like yeah what like And even Sweetie, Sweetie has music, don't get me, don't get it twisted. Sweetie has the amazing personality. Um, And, but if she never dated Quavo, like, I don't think that she would be as big as she is now. So, and uh, and not to say to knock her hustle, she's beautiful and everything. And, you know, she might have still gotten it, but because of Quavo, like, he kind of, you know, So do you find that it's going to, do you find that you need to lie in any type of, I hope your girlfriend doesn't listen to this, but I want you to tell the truth. Do you feel, not that you are going to lie or that you have lied, but do you feel the need to maybe not say that you have a girlfriend just so you can get into more doors?
1: Mm -mm. I personally don't think it's held me back. Um, I think it's actually um, pushed me forward because, uh, I mean, I tell them straight off the rip because that's just me. I guess it gets me in the deeper conversation sometimes when I tell them that my girlfriend's majoring in Spanish. Like, um, it might get me in the deeper conversation because they find, might find um, uh, a connection to it somehow or some way. Like, um, I love telling people, about I mean, I feel like the people who don't tell people about their girlfriends because they're embarrassing. Personally, no. Like, I don't
0: necessarily know if it's the, if it's the embarrassment or if they. Like, I feel, not a lot, I don't want to say a lot, but some people are looking for the next thing or seeing if they can get something else. Or, like, the excitement from it. And then the excitement turns into actual cheating.
1: Or, you know? Yeah, that's that's just, yeah. I mean, I got... <laughs> I know people who have mindsets like that. <laughs> yeah, that's not my <laughs> mindset
0: at all, but yeah. I, ain't got the, I ain't got time for that.
1: Yeah, I know, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. But no i personally feel like it's never held me back uh Not i yet. feel like it's only no, I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah, I'm kidding. well no people i mean the only time it's held me back i'd say is when um i mean i say it to like because my girlfriend's guatemalan and oh, i tell cool. people when like i'll be like because me- if you call a mexican guatemalan they're gonna get really mad what? at you uh, yeah they're
0: completely different but what language do Guatemalans speak spanish
1: oh okay it's all still in the Spanish they're all in the is same it, is like, it a different Latino type of dialogue or, of Spanish they're on the Latino dialect you they have different dialects though don't mm-hmm. get it don't get it twisted all these places have their own little dialect their own little Spanish word yes. that's different from this Spanish word so
0: this is so off top it is but it isn't so right. um I'm like I'm trying to see how I should word this but so for instance I, <laughs> with, I, I do want to get into the conversation of Uh, the racial injustice and everything that happened last year with George Floyd and everything that's been happening every year. But (laughs) before that, um, I remember saying to somebody, I was like, yeah, these uh, out here, like, a lot of the Mexicans are actually more racist than, you know, and then you have, like, Dominicans, and even some Puerto Ricans are actually more racist against black people than white people are. Mm -hmm. Um, Like, they, and I had one of my friends, I use the term very loosely, um, we had, like, this thing like we were going back and forth or whatever because he said that they call their other friend that's dark um like what did he say it was a word in spanish that basically means like dark skin or black or something like that but it was it's, it's
1: ne- negro
0: it wasn't it wasn't that it was something no? else he told me but i forget um but th- that doesn't matter and i'm like well you know that's kind of like you're putting him down for being dark like you know yeah. like that's racist basically that's you know ridiculous yeah, you yeah <laughs> like in like and i'm trying to like make him see you know that like that's effed up and like this whole like our really like we've gotten past that part uh you know he apologized and he, i made him see the light but like now he i can tell that he feels like he he uh can't talk to me or he Feel, like he still feels really bad and guilty about the whole incident and everything, and I'm like, it's you know, if I'm able to teach you or or you learn something from me from that experience, then you know, it's water under the bridge. It's still all love, but it's neither here nor there. But so my point to certain people, because he said that someone hit him up on his, he put the n word on on a post or whatever, and I'm like, bro, you know, I'm black. Like you can't be posting shit like that. Yeah, and he um. Some a white guy hit him up and basically was like, "Oh yes, uh, us white people need to stick together." And he's like, "I'm not white, I'm Mexican." And he's like, "Wait." And and the white guy was like, "No, yeah, yeah, I know what I said. You're you're one of us. You're white." What? Yeah. And then so I was telling him, and I was like, "Well, you're the guy." Kind of has a point, and he's like, "What do you mean he has a point?" I'm Mexican. I was like, "Yeah, but when you go to like any type of government job or any type of thing that you have to fill papers out." And then you have to bubble the race. It says on there, Hispanic. Uh, no, no, I'm sorry. It says white, non-Hispanic or white Hispanic. If you look at it, yeah, And no, you're right. so like I'm just like so technically, you you know, in the government's eyes, you are considered white. Like you know, um, and and then if you're in California, you are the majority. Like, not the minority. Um, (laughs) So, you know, so, um, but I just said that to say that. But in regards to the whole racial injustice thing that went on last year and you being of mixed race and people not being able to be able to tell that you have any black in you, you know what they say, um, the overall back in the days or whatever, if you had a drop of black in you, you're full black.
1: (laughs) I, my grandma's told me all my life
0: yeah so how how has that been um for you being an insider but an outsider as well
1: it's it's been a weird weird world um you no know, i've been in different situations where like people be like go white boy go white boy or like they try and like dub me out because like they think i'm not Cause growing around up around my cousins who are darker than me like you know like and I, I'd be rolling around with them they're like who's this kid like who's it you? and they're like this is my cousin people are like oh oh what up brother like real quick what's good yo mm-hmm. like real quick or like let's say like I, I'd slip the n-word now and then and because I get used to it around my cousins and, yeah. and people would call me out and I'm like I have to sit there and like what explain myself yeah. like that I'm black and like I, I tend to not use it. I only use it unless I'm around my family or people who, you know, because I, I am black and yeah. I, I put it on all my paperwork. I've always have, I've, I know my family and my lineage and everything is, it's real, but like, it's been a struggle because like I had I recently uh, a job that I left. My boss was over here just thinking I'm white talking all oh, black. I hate black lives matter. I hate Antifa. And I'm sitting here like as a, as a mixed man, and you know my you know my roots like (laughs) i'm looking at this man like you're tripping like i had to leave that job just over some stuff like that talking about like i'm gonna go get a paintball gun because he heard about all the riots and he lives in Camarillo, bro
0: what job is this if i can ask Mm -hmm. you can tell me offline
1: Mm -hmm. okay (laughs) hey man if you know me you can find it quick enough but I, i i told man i was like if you come for me anyway dude i'll expose you type stuff so
0: I might expose them. No, I'm just kidding.
1: Well, no, like, I'm you kidding, know, I'm like, not. I am not trying to, granted, yeah, I know. I know. you about to it's
0: lose like, your job. No, I'm just kidding. But...
1: Well, no, like, it might come out on an album. I yeah. might talk about it on a song, and you'll get exposed that way, you know? So, like. Yeah, I'm not in the things business Things are, are never forgotten. I'm things not, are never forgotten.
0: Yeah, I'm not in the business of making people lose the, the way they feed their family. Um, yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. At the end Th- of the day. That's exactly what held me back from saying stuff.
0: However, but if you do certain things that causes you to lose your job, that's not on me, that's on you. Yeah. Um that, uh, But do you feel that so my one of my cousins, Jordan, I had this conversation with him for like we talked for about two hours, and he's just like you, half black, and but he doesn't just like you, he, you couldn't you wouldn't know unless you know.
3: Yeah.
0: And I'm like, Telling him, like, you know, like, he's like, yeah, it's hard for me, too. And I'm like, yeah, it is. I'm not going to take away how you feel or that it may be hard for you, but you don't know how I feel. I'm, I, I I know how you might feel, but you don't know how I feel. And you can get away with certain things because of, you know, your skin cone that I can never get away with. You can, you know, blend in into the crowd like Wells Waldo and some shit. Um, and like, we had this long, long dialogue or whatever. And he's all, I'm like, Jordan, have you ever been talk shit to because you, you're black? And he's like, yeah, I have. And I'm like, but I mean that. you haven't. <laughs> I was like, but I mean that people that didn't know that you were black, just by looking at you, like no one judges you off of the color of your skin.
1: You're, I have this conversation with my girlfriend, I'm going to be honest. Mm. She, she explained that to, I have that same, she was your in your shoes mm-hmm. and she explained it to me very well because she's Hispanic, she's Hispanic, um, she's Guatemalan mm-hmm. and she's brown. Mm-hmm. So knowing that I have a brown girlfriend, I have to think about things like that. That's, mm-hmm. that's something I have to think about. And I have to take a lot of consideration the, how I think and how I should understand life. And like, it's not, I, I'm white passing, mm-hmm. I'm dead ass white passy. Um, I can pull my cards when I need to and when I want to and it's it's not fair but like you know I was dealt those cards and I've learned to be respectful about that and learn how to know my place. I know my place. I know that that, that my my cousins who are darker than me have a way worse all 24 7 mm-hmm. compared to me where because I'm like passing, people are never gonna think that. But if you are black, I'm not, I'm not dubbing anything, this is off side note, but if you're black, I've had people come up to me all the time because my curly hair, I have a big butt, big lips, blah, <laughs> blah, blah, whatever you want to say. Oh, your curls, oh, you got some color in you, yeah. real quick. And I'm like, yeah, come on, get on, get on. Yeah. But, like, I didn't know I was black until I moved back east.
0: Why is You to that? be honest with you? Yeah. Because...
1: Black people over here in Cali are white people sometimes.
0: When I tell you, when I tell you, and I had to, one of my cousins told me like, oh yeah, you're kind of whitewashed. I'm like, no, don't. (laughs) Just because I'm motherfucking educated and I know how to act around people and I know how to code switch Mm-hmm. Don't try to tell me that I am whitewashed or that I am this or that. You know, I am a product of my environment. So you could have basically said I'm Mexican washed, and I would have gave you the pass because I love tacos and burritos. But like, no, <laughs> serious, seriously though, like it's really. Nah, you think it, it's a different. It's a. It's a. I've been on the East Coast, and my most of my family's on the East Coast, so. I've grown up with, you know, people that are from Mississippi and stuff. So I, and then I see black people today. I really don't have too many black friends. And there's a reason why. It's because the people, the black people that are in California, I feel that they're very fake and unauthentic.
1: White. They're, yeah. They're trying too hard. I mean, to to. try to, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. Like, all right. So I live in a part of Maryland that's 30 minutes outside of Baltimore. So like, I've been in the trap. I've been like the trap here in California is nothing like the trap back there. Yeah. It's nothing like the trenches. That's the trenches. Yeah. And like I learned about people out here don't have that culture. They don't have that little drip, that little drop in them of culture. It's it's culture. It's how you're raised. The culture out here is nothing like how it is out there. The clothing is different. The, yeah. the way people think and move is, is, is so different because out here it's really chill. This is the yeah. Cali, Sup, yeah. what's up, bro? It's good, dog? Like, And I grew up in this. Don't get me wrong. I was born and raised in this. But when I went out back east and I had to go to high school out there, and in the, in the worst high school in my county, and, like, I was around my cousins and only, like, no white people anymore. I mean, there was yeah. white people, but they were lacrosse players and they were lame. <laughs> <Not> like, <lacrosse laughs> but
0: like, even then, ah. if you're out there and you're going around white people, like, be prepared because they're more than likely racist.
1: Yeah. yeah. No, out Straight up <laughs> Confederate flags. I had yeah. never seen a Confederate flag until I moved back there. Yeah, I had never seen one here in California because that's just not allowed, like, that's just not a normal thing for me. I've had,
0: have you had any? Well, I mean, you've had experiences recently, you were saying, with that. I think that's the one thing that some or us black people won't experience is what that type of thing that you've experienced with your old boss of you know him offending you and not, you know, realizing or not. You know, like, oh, you look white, so it doesn't matter. You're, you're one of us kind of thing, you know? Exactly. And, you know, so you experience the disrespect on a different type of level than what we would have. Um, And then they expect you to be cool with it. Um, um But that's why I love to tell white people. You know Mara Carey? She's one of us. Like, <laughs> <laughs> She's ours. Yes. And then guess, and, and you know who Tori Kelly is? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't, I just found out the other day her dad is black. I said, I knew she had a cheat code. There's no yeah. reason why she should be singing that good. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it, it's the culture. I'm telling yeah. you, like, if, if I didn't move out there, I wouldn't sing the way I do. I wouldn't understand. It's just, I learned how to, my accent changed a little bit when I moved out there because that's like all from everywhere. So they'll yeah. we'll talk a little different. And like, the DMV, movie. I, I came back out here after living there for three, four years and people were like, Why'd you why come you, back? Why you back? Oh, it's, I learned you, Cali's the place. <laughs> you try and do it you really need to move in life calories yeah. i've gone everywhere else you've been in atlanta school. no that, like, I, i'm a falcon fan and i really i've only went there for a college tour i went on an so HBC when i tell
0: you like that's the new like that's like the black hollywood like and it's so like you can get into places that you might not get into in la just for the simple fact that a lot of people are bougie and stuff but mm. if you go to atlanta like you could easily get into the studio with people that you know like they literally be walking the mall like it's like celebrities everywhere like in target you'll just see them like it's it's more of a normal life for them in atlanta Mm
1: -hmm. which is
0: so it's easier to build relationships with other artists and then they have a lot more things for other artists like we have stuff here in la but it's not it's not the same it's not on the level of you know like music it's like it's literally like the music I want to say it's like the music capital. I know they. Think, I think that's like Tennessee or something. But like for Black people, it's like the music capital.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah. Because I, I keep hearing that term. Atlanta's the Black Hollywood. Yeah. I keep hearing that term like intensely, and it's really like, I'm thinking next year I want to do like the whole like U.S. tour, like go to different states and just work with. Well, I say you go, go
0: this year because tick buy your tickets now because it's only like a hundred dollars to fly to Atlanta or Houston or Smarter whatever the case. <laughs> Um, because of the COVID and everything, <laughs> if you got money, buy your tickets now for for then because <laughs> it's only gonna be like a hundred dollars, maybe even cheaper, like sixty for a round trip. Damn,
2: yeah. that's a good idea. Sorry. <laughs>
0: um, but yeah, so um, but you were saying about um your girlfriend and her teaching you, not teaching you, but basically keep yeah. making you aware of what you know, she experiences from being brown that you don't necessarily experience because you are white passing?
1: Yeah, we hopped in that conversation because, like, she was trying to explain to me, like, um, I was telling her, like, yeah, like, when I get pulled over by a cop, like, yeah, I might get nervous or scared, but but, like, she was like, well, you don't understand how I would feel, and, like, she started, like, explaining, 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 and we just got into such a deep conversation where, like, it turned from argument to like knowledge.
0: That's awesome. Um, And those are important conversations that we need to have with our friends or whoever. Um, Yeah, yeah, it's a a different thing. Like, granted, I feel like anybody that gets pulled over may feel a little anxious or a little scared, like because they don't want to get a ticket. But for somebody that's of browner skin, like you're afraid that, you know, you may get harassed or pulled out the car, um, assaulted or even killed. Yeah. Um. And it's just a, it's just a whole different things. And cops abuse their, their power. Um. One of my uh friends. Um.
1: How <laughs> I you I said that?
0: Yeah, I said it like that on purpose. Um. I don't think he listens to the podcast, but if he does, I don't give a fuck. Um. But like he, I haven't talked to him much because he put, he like, he wanted to be a cop and he put on his uh car um the blue flag sticker on the thing, and I'm just like, okay. And, and and this was just like a couple months ago on it so i'm just like ah, and there's no and it's funny because the inside joke between me and the person that called me earlier we call him the racist no <laughs> and that was before he put that on the car it's just certain things like he'll say the n-word and we've gotten into arguments and he's like well mexican people were slaves too what the fuck, th- fuck does that have to do with you using the n-word like we're not even talking about slavery like just don't use like you, what does that have to do like you know like you're comparing apples to oranges like who fucking cares about who was slaves Every, like it's america everybody was a fucking slave at some point like we live in the world where that's just common. how people are raised yeah and but nah i don't even think that that's that like cuz his mom's not like that so no yeah i don't know where it, i feel like he <laughs> wants to be like i don't even feel like he wants to be mexican um yeah, I mean, I got love for the dude. Don't get me wrong, but I can't. I personally can't have a good conscience with associ- associating people, associating with people that are that absent-minded.
1: Yeah, no, I understand you a hundred percent. I
0: I agree. But let's um play your new single
1: that's out right now. Tell us about it. Um, wait. So what? Which
0: the single that you just dropped like a couple days ago.
1: Oh, okay, so my new single. How, is how do you
0: not? Wait, pause. How do you not know what your new single is? Well,
1: okay, so I'm dropping five tracks in five weeks right now. Okay, but. It, so, like, I got two new singles out right
0: now. Oh, there's two out right
1: now? I got Don't Stop right that's now.
0: The, that's the one and I think I'm going to do. And what? Yeah. Don't Stop I got and, don't, don't and Don't Miss. And what? Don't Miss. Don't Miss?
1: Yeah. Uh, let me see which one I'm playing. And they're both hold out hold on hold Apple hold Music? Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. I might got confused by the name of my first song that I dropped. Hold up. Yeah, it's called Don't Miss. So I have one called Don't Stop. And don't okay, Stop. so I'm playing
0: Don't Miss. I didn't see Don't Stop.
1: No, don't worry. So that was an EDM track I took on.
0: Don't uh, Miss just came out, though, this past Yep, Friday, just though. came back. Though, see, so
1: time. I know what the hell I'm talking about. <laughs> see, you are correct. That's what I'm saying, but I just I got myself confused. Because okay. it's called Don't Stop and Don't Miss. okay, you know? okay, Two okay.
0: You got me confused. I was like, dang. My fault. I mean not, fault. Me my not fault. sounding like a professional, but it's you, not me.
1: <laughs> my fault, yo, my fault.
0: Um, but yeah, tell us about don't miss.
1: Um, it's about um, you know, I'm doing a lot of stuff right now. So it's about just being in my right mind, staying in the moment. It, it's about me. The song's about me, talking to myself.
0: Okay, well let's let's get into it. This is don't miss.
3: now, look forward to your future cause you know it's brighter than them. hold on to what you've learned, hope it's stuck in your head, don't be afraid to stay in the moment, go too fast, you might just miss it.
0: So you are, how do I put this? Do you feel that you've missed out on things before?
1: Yeah, I feel like um, I didn't focus in the moment or do things that I told myself to do. And I just like held it. Like, I feel like there's so many photos I should have taken with people. And like, my dumbass ass didn't go, hey, can I take a picture with you? I, don't, <laughs> like, you I, know I know personally I mean? don't
0: do that. <laughs> yeah. the, reason, the reason why, there's a, there's a reason why I don't take pictures with celebrities um I don't ask for autographs. Um I don't want you to think that I'm a fan cuz I am just as good as you are. I'm just as great as you are in whatever I'm doing. So you should be asking me for a picture. You just don't even know that yet. Damn. Um granted I have taken pictures with people, but that that takes away from me, my aura, my, you know whatever. So I, I have stories to tell, and I'm like, I met Brandy and we, I had a conversation with her. And you know, I met this person, this person, and you know, I was in this room or whatever. I, and either you believe me or you don't believe me because I don't got pictures or proof for it. But I, I, you know, I might be a lot of things, but I'm not a liar.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm Yeah, I, I know what you mean because um, I've been in situations and rooms where I've had to like sign papers saying I can't. Yeah, yeah, NDAs. I know what you mean. Yeah. yeah.
0: No one's ever had 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 me sign an NDA. Thank God,
1: because yeah, no, I've signed too many.
0: Um, I think I, I probably would have signed it. I, I, it wouldn't have been. Nothing.
1: Well, it's just because of the work I do, like because yeah. of photography and videography. You're like it's movie shit. Yeah, like, sometimes it's real movie shit. So you really,
0: yeah,
1: I don't believe it.
0: <laughs> I feel that. I feel that real Uh,
1: money being talked about too (laughs) yeah
0: that's y'all know for reals i've been in some rooms and i'm like you just gonna rip that in front of you know you don't know me like that like (laughs) granted um but no it's been i've had i don't know when i sit back and think about it now like i've i've had great moments and great like you know opportunities to be in you know certain situations that are you know so cool but i never um i don't know i don't i don't really ever think about it like that i don't Harp on mm-hmm. that. I just go to the next thing, um, and I'm starting to learn to. Excuse me. Starting to learn to. Um. Um. What's the word? Um. I said it the other day too. I'm starting to learn how to really um. Be in the moment. Yeah. Why I'm in like I'm in the moment because a lot of times people are usually like they're on their phones or they're taking pictures of certain things. And I said this on the podcast with the girls that you're taking pictures of things or you're always on your phone, you're doing this and stuff that even though you're taking pictures of the moment, you're actually missing the moment.
1: Like all the details, everything.
0: Exactly. On your phone. Exactly. Um, so I'm, I'm learning not to, to do that. And I got, I remember I got into this huge fight with my cousin David about being on my phone. Um, and I wasn't even on my phone like that, but like, I kind of see what he's talking about now in sort of an aspect but then at the same time, everything's on your phone now. So you make money off your phone, on your phone. So it, it's just gotta you gotta find the balance. And when you're in certain places, to you know, just respect people's company. Because I don't know, I'm pretty sure you've been in, in a spot where you're hanging out with your friends, and then you realize that you guys aren't really hanging out. You guys are just in the same room.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Where you're just yep. Where they're just on their phone the whole time. yeah, just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, yeah. so I need to,
0: me personally, I'm like, I, I want to get away from that. The only time, like, there's only a few people that when I'm with, like my friend Sky that had called earlier, she, like when I go to her house, like that's probably the only time that I was not on my phone. Cause we were literally just talking, talking shit. Or if we are on our phones, it's because we're recording something to put on yeah. social media because we're working on something.
2: Exactly.
0: Um, but for the most part, I'm just like, I need to, you know, I, I notice it more now. Maybe it's cause I'm getting older. I've mellowed out a lot, um, so I've been told. (laughs) Um, So, you know, you grow when you get older.
1: I agree with that. I feel like um, that's a big challenge with me and my girlfriend. I do be on my phone a lot because um, music and all that stuff. And I never know what my next move is. Yeah. Because if you're not answering the phone, you know, Mm -hmm. you're not really doing your business. Yeah. I understand there's different times and places. I've come to learn a lot more where I can be on my, should be on my phone and should not be on my phone. Yeah. So um, you have, it sounds like you have a lot of do- self dominance when it comes to your cell phone. I do not. I, I feel like I'd be on my phone too much. and I didn't used sometimes. to.
0: What, so I think what really changed it for me, I had a bet with a, um, my friend Jerry. Cause I felt like he's always on his phone, cause he's always on social media, he's always on Instagram, and I'm not on Instagram as much as he is. So I'm like, you definitely lose your use your phone more than I use my phone. So we betted. I lost the bet. However, I will say this: I did use my phone. If we were going off a percentage per last the previous week, I definitely won the bet because I use my phone way less than what he did. But I overall use my phone for more things because I mean, like you know, I'm, I'm you know I'm a, I'm a working man. Like you know, and then people Facetime me like um, to talk about like business, certain things or whatever. And then that week, I was on a video set with the uh, Sky and OT Genesis. So I'm like working on the you know. So I'm just like, what was the thing? How long ago was this? This is February of 2020, right before the pandemic
1: hit. Right oh, okay. before.
3: Sheesh,
1: damn. Um, it was the twenty I've actually met um OT Genesis' brother. Oh yeah. He's. Uh, I met him one time. Um, he's a good friend of a girl that I uh, I work a lot with. Her name's uh, S- uh, Sada James. Um, she's the one who really got my photography and all my, yeah, pretty much got me going in the L.A. world.
0: That's so she She opened
1: all the doors for me. Well, course, King Cortez did, but she's really been the big help. That's
0: awesome. He introduced
1: me to her, so I got to give him his credit. Sorry.
0: <laughs> no, no, that's good. Always give people their props. Yeah. Um, but so the podcast is about to end right now. Is there anything that you
1: want to say that you didn't get to? Uh, shout out Adrian Insanity, he's the reason I'm talking here. Uh, now. I love Adrian, he's, yeah, he, he's b-
0: between him and my um, friend Nisha who did my hair.
1: Okay, no, um, I like it. Thank like you, it. thank you. But, I, well, because uh, I don't know, sure, go. I have it, this. it's in a can you dang. I've been in a bun. ate
0: but... nice. Oh yeah, okay, and okay. she didn't cut my hair. My the homie, um, a one blends cut my hair, but oh, it's a collab. Yeah, <laughs> yeah collab. Ooh. But um, so shout out to a one, but um, and she did the the twist for me. Okay. Um, but they talked me into doing the podcast. I was so against it. I say, I say this often, but I was so against doing the podcast. I just didn't think that you know, and it's so ironic though because I wanted, I've always wanted my own TV show. And I wanted to be able to work in the music industry, and this kind of blends the two together, you know. Um, and I didn't realize it, but I'm like, oh, hey, I'm actually doing what I what I wanted to do. Now to start making money off of it, <laughs> 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 but um, yeah, they talked me into it again. I was so against it, um, and then finally, I'm just like, you know, let me lean in. So I say all that to say that, you know. If somebody if somebody sees something in you, lean in. Because um, sometimes you may not see something in yourself that
1: other people see. Bro, you're so, you're dropping so much knowledge on me tonight. It's just oh, I gotta thanks. start taking notes at this <laughs> point. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like I did
2: everything
1: it. like you've been really shooting some real strong pointers. Oh, uh, thank you. you.
0: Yeah. I try. I try, mm-hmm. I try. I mean, I feel like I've been through a lot, and I've learned a lot. And even if it's stuff that I haven't been through, I've learned from what other people have been through um and a lot of people don't learn like that um some people have to learn from experiences but i'm not that person so i <laughs> i'm blessed to be able to have learned from other people's mistakes and not to you know and then i just love learning about people um and that's brought me a lot of knowledge too like well why did you do this you know yeah. kind of thing so then i can kind of see different perspectives of on life and then go with this answer
1: oh uh, i agree with you um yeah I'm, I'm really, how'd really, you meet Adrian? Like, um, Instagram do a, no, not Instagram. I'm stupid. Um,
0: uh, pause, pause, I did pause, pause, pause. I tell this, I tell this to people too. Don't ever put yourself down, even okay. though you're just joking and you don't mean that you're actually stupid. Like internally, we, it, it, it does something to us.
1: I'll take it. I'll so take
0: Don't it. ever, don't ever disrespect yourself. Okay. I'll take that one.
1: Hey, too much knowledge. No, I say that because if
0: you disrespect yourself and then somebody goes and calls you stupid, you can't really say nothing because you're calling yourself stupid.
1: Damn. Damn. <laughs> I didn't think about it that way. Okay, yeah. okay. So never, but not. I met Adrian. I met Adrian in my first, um, first ever interview slash cipher. I thought it was an interview more than cipher, and then I found out it was cipher. Was it with Charles? yeah it was with charles it was on the voice yeah so that was when i was first starting music i never had been to l well no i had just started going to la like i was fresh off the block and i went in there and i'm not a rapper so like this he was telling me he's like hey you're gonna have to go in here and rap you're gonna have to do a freestyle and i was like (laughs) okay and like it actually came out really good. Like, that was one of the best raps I've ever done in my life. Cause I ain't no rapper. I didn't but. watch any
0: of the ciphers. I'm not even going to hold
1: them. Um, no, no, it's cool. I understand. Um, um, it is no. people from At the end of the day, it's people from Ventura, if you want me to be honest. I'm not so, going to um,
0: knock nobody. I don't ever say I'm from Ventura County. If anybody asks, like, oh, I'm from L.A., because uh, most people don't know Oxnard. If it wasn't for Anderson Pack, people probably wouldn't know what the hell Oxnard is or Ventura. You know? Just being yeah. honest. So...
1: That's um, what I'm trying to do, though. I'm trying to put Ventura on the mat. I that's what nice. I've done. I just did a beach cleanup. Um, oh, that's awesome. We went out there and cleaned up right there by Marina Park. Um, there was so much trash, actually, more at the park than there was at the that's beach. That's, like, my
0: favorite park. So I used to have this thing called Terry Appreciation every year. Um, that's actually how I met Adrian. Is that one of my terry terry appreciations? So it's called terry appreciation, but however, nobody was really appreciating me. Like, it's really me throwing something for everybody else to really appreciate themselves in a sense or appreciate, you know. It was just like a day fade. Like, you know, we just had fun. So I would always have them there. And not the last one I had, but the second to the last one I had, um, his friend... Who, they're, they're not longer friends anymore and I don't talk about prison either Anyway, uh, Ging, he uh, invited him and, and uh, Adrian came and that's how I met Adrian and then I found out that he did like video and photography and stuff like that yeah. so um, I set up a meeting with him because I wanted to put out this documentary that we still have yet to put out Um
1: did I get on him for it or yeah what?
0: but I mean he does all my pictures he does you know he does so much yeah. for me and you know so um, I do appreciate him but um that's how i got introduced to charles is through adrian um and i charles did a podcast with me and then i did the podcast and i like extremely loved it and i'm like oh i would love to do another one so i did two with charles and um i loved doing the podcast like i i loved it but i still didn't think that i would have my own um and look at me now (laughs) so yeah small world
1: yeah. Shout out, Adrian. Shout out,
0: Charles. Yes, definitely. If um, it wasn't for Charles, I wouldn't have the podcast either.
1: So hey. I really want to go on Charles' podcast.
0: I thought that's what it? I was
1: getting into. I thought that's what I was doing or getting into when I hit him up, and I did not know I was getting into a cypher.
0: Yeah, I don't think he's doing the podcast anymore.
1: Yeah, I know. I kind of missed out on that at the last moment.
0: Yeah, don't worry. You're on this one. This one's better. No,
1: I'm just kidding. No shade. No, it's it's, it's not that it's better. It's just completely different.
0: Yeah. Um, no, I'm
1: sure. I really, I really appreciate your platform. I really like what you're doing. Please keep it up forever. Thank you.
0: Oh, uh, uh, that's the goal. I hope to be big. Like I'm about to have like even bigger names on here. I'm saying that out loud, even though that's not true, but it is gonna be true. Um, yeah. And true. the goal is to be on the Black Effect um, thing with uh, Charlemagne, the God thing that he has for Black people in podcasts. That's yeah. the goal. That's the goal right now. So once enough. You know, people hear this and get out there, then, you know, I mean, I don't, I don't listen to podcasts, so I don't know if anybody else has a podcast like mine, but I highly doubt it.
1: No, yeah, no, I've never heard a podcast like yours. I really like the story and what you make it about. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's very motivational and it really just makes me, I don't know, it makes me appreciate myself a little more. Well, I'm glad. Like I, I find a little bit more appreciation for myself rather than what I did before I listened.
0: I appreciate that. That's really, that really means a lot to for people yeah. to get something out. Like, cause that ultimately that's what the goal is. Like I, again, I was saying before that I had the podcast and it was about pop culture stuff, but I felt like that wasn't, there's so many different outlets that do that. So for me to change it and create your own story, just, you know, to show people like, you know, everybody has a voice, everybody's life. So you being white passing and hearing your perspective on that, like somebody else that listens to this is going to be able to resonate and relate to you.
1: Yeah. I Like I said, I really appreciate that, that opportunity that you're able to put us on a platform to speak like that. I yeah. It.
0: Yeah. Well, thank you so much. Um, Let people know where they can get your music and where they can find you out on social media and everything.
1: Yeah. So my artist name is Grigsby. It's my last name. G-R-I-G-S-B. And then, um, on Instagram, I go by Mike's Life with three E's.
0: Why? Um, why do you? Why is your Instagram
1: that and in, not uh, Grip Grip Grigsby? Grigsby? I can't even talk um, I made it Mike's Life, and it got catchy. Like people just call me Mike's Life, and people say it to me a lot. And I feel like it's like I don't know. I feel like it's always been a part of my Instagram. And if I were to change it, people wouldn't know it any different. You know, like I feel like so, it's just it's I branded it. You know what I mean?
0: Then why not have your your artist name be Mike's life?
1: Um, I don't know. I feel like it wouldn't change or differ or anything. You know what I mean? Because I, I know you. artists. I know other artists who have different Instagram names, and it's never affected them at all. I just feel like because uh, I know like <laughs> this big time. Uh, this guy I know his name's Goose the Guru. Uh, he's a producer for trippy red and mm-hmm. all different types of people the first day i met that man he goes mike's life mike's <laughs> life and i was like who i i never met him that's once funny. but he knew me because he saw my instagram name and just like thought it was catchy so he was like mike's life and i was like that's me you know what so i mean name like your album that? he doesn't know me from grigsby but he knew me from mike's yeah. life you gonna name your album that what mike's life yeah I will name one
0: of them. Yeah, definitely do that. It's funny because I had somebody else on here, and I told her the second album because her Instagram name is Crystal Clear, and I said, bitch, "Oh,
1: that's a nice that's one. A, that's
0: a album title." Like, <laughs> why, yeah. Like, and she's like, "Oh, I didn't think about that." I'm like, "Crystal," because her name's Crystal Tamar, and I'm like, "Crystal Clear." That's that's an album title.
1: That's so smooth, right? Yeah. So,
0: but um, <laughs> nice yeah, yeah. So yeah, tell them your Mike's life M I K E yep. Mike's
1: life with three E's at the end um i really only be on instagram besides that you can catch me on any platform like i said grigsby and um i have a album coming out in november um i have no name for i'm not saying nothing yet it's just a fall move that's okay. all i'm gonna say okay.
0: well i had the pleasure um i didn't know how it was gonna be i mean we planned on doing the podcast since april right
1: and then yeah i know but covid and like it's just been a whole whole yeah and
0: then i had some an incident that happened um so then i couldn't do it and then you know it just but you know
1: you're on season two and season two's
0: bigger and better so (laughs) season two we here (laughs) yeah so i really i really enjoyed this but uh you can catch me guys because i'm learning to do this myself Terrell Garnett underscore that's T-E-R-R-E-L-L-G-A-R-N-E-T-T underscore or on my website at TarellGarnett.com. We'll catch you guys next time. And that's all we have for you today. I hope you enjoyed yourself on this episode of Create Your Own Story. With Toro Garnett. We'll catch you next time.